Welcome to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host today, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner. Uh, We're excited to be back today. Uh, We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, but first, you can find more of this podcast on our website, alleninvestments.com. Go to the blog section, and you'll see blogs, podcasts, and all of our information. Uh, My stuff, along with uh, our other advisors that that put out some great content, so please come check us out um, then. All right. So today we are kind of continuing on a previous show we had. Um, we're lucky enough to have this guest back. Uh, we had a show previously on um, the idea of travel and how it helps with mental health. There's a, a lot of data. There's a lot of uh, things released by the World Health Organization that say getting out, clearing your head, seeing the world around, around you, um, ex- the idea of exploring and just getting out in the world helps with your own mental health. And we did a show on that. We wrote a blog on that, and we wanted to kind of extend, go go further with it. Uh, we were lucky enough to have our very own Kurt Elmhorst from the office, who shared a lot of his travels and ideas with us. And Kurt, uh, we're excited to have you back. Thanks for being here, Troy. I'm happy to be back. This yeah. is about my favorite topic, and so <laughs> yeah, let's roll. Let's yeah. have some fun. And so, and we got Robin in the office, and in, in the office, in the uh, Robin is studio. never in the office. <laughs> the studio too well robin's gonna join us and um yeah we wanted to give you guys some ideas for some fun family uh travel some ideas around the country around the world and just ways to get out and spend your time and explore and and really truly work on your own mental health a lot of you work hard every day and go to work and set your sights on having these family vacations or these goals and you set money aside day after day and so we we really want to give you some great ideas some things to shoot for and some fun because I honestly, just talking off the air, I really didn't even know a few some of these things Kurt was talking about. So I just want to talk more and, and share more with with you folks. So um, so yeah, let, let's kind of jump into it. One of the one of the things I kind of thought I think I've had this on my to to do list to do with my kids for at least five to seven years now. You know, my kids are th- my oldest is three, but I remember Kurt coming back from this trip and I remember hearing about other advisors taking this trip but one fun adventure style trip that is uh, here in the US um, that you can do is a river rafting style multi-day trip but it's not just this wild and crazy everybody getting getting the boat and and you know hold on for your life and and it's not not kind of wild and crazy but it's a family thing right Kurt right you know Troy as we were prepping for this and Robin, we kind of talked about what are the top family vacations that, that you could do. So multi-day out west river rafting where you claim a beachhead and sleep <laughs> on the side of the river. You know, it's in the top one or two or three. Wow. wow. I mean, it's it's there. Yeah. One of the great things about this is there's no cell phone reception. Yeah. And it's exciting. I was going to ask you that question, how your kids handle it, because they're suburban kids, Mm, you know, and Mm -hmm. they have the stuff. And there was there was a story shared on a blog because I was reading up on it a little bit, too. But, you know, they say once you kind of get out there, A, there's no service. B, it's it's river time. You're Mm -hmm. on the river. You're Mm -hmm. looking around. You're seeing what God created. You're seeing the canyons. You're seeing the mountains, you know, whatever it is. You're, You're immersed in God's beautiful nature. Yeah. You know, it's it's an immersive experience. So we've done two of them, um, four days and five nights. 
and did I get that right or four um, four nights yeah. five days probably <laughs> yeah whatever and I, three three nights head. three nights four days now remember the types of rafts that you're using are not the same type of raft that is used in a half a day you know whitewater oh, adventure no. these are the huge oar boats where your guide is sitting kind of on top near the back and using these massive oars. You're not helping, oh. you know, here. There's comfortable seating. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's a river cruise. It's a Colorado whitewater rafting <laughs> river. chauffeured down the river. river. So, so, you know, you're comfortable. Yeah. And these, these big oar boats, you know, are big enough to take metal containers that have fresh food and, you know, everything that you need for a for a you know four day adventure where you will not be able to resupply you know anything you do this in the summer mm -hmm. and based upon your children's ages a, a fine rafting company will put you on the right river yeah. at the right time so the first one we did my children were five and ten Nice. And so five is the really the youngest you can do this. And so it was an age appropriate. Mm -hmm. And Troy, as he said, it's it's more floating yeah. with occasional yeah. rapids. Rapids that would be age appropriate. Yeah. Cool. And so so kind of walk us through it. So you you guys load up early in the morning. Are you on the river for eight hours? Is it three hours? Is it you know yeah, good, just curious. Good question. They break up that day. So <laughs> Let me tell you how the day starts. Yeah. Someone comes over, you're sleeping, maybe you're sleeping on a cot. Yep. You might be in your tent and you might not, because why would you sleep in a tent when you could fall asleep looking at the stars? You know, there there's no light pollution, you know, yeah. in, in the middle of Desolation Canyon on, on the Green River. You well, know. you can't do that here, right? We've got bugs and I don't want to be outside in that in Florida, right? But you can there? Right. And so you hear either kind of a, a whisper, uh, coffee's ready if you want to come over, or you hear a bell. And, and so you, you have a hearty, great breakfast because you really need to, to eat because you're going to have sure. a physical day. Pack up camp, and everybody kind of helps get everything onto the boat. In the mid-morning, you'll leave. So you'll raft for about an hour. You'll probably pull over and say, you guys, we're gonna we're gonna go on a short hike, and we're gonna show show you some petroglyphs, hmm. or we're gonna show you what's left of you know this from a hundred years, years ago, ago, right? Cool. Raft for a little bit more, pull over, have some lunch, right? Which is gonna be you know not just PB and J, and then you're gonna raft till maybe about three thirty, probably going to um, claim your beachhead you want to do that a yeah. little early there's not much traffic on on, on these uh <laughs> right <laughs> but but still and then you're probably going to go on a little a little hike uh you know and then it's you know time to kind of chill you know beside the river oh man and then you look at the stars no no light pollution yeah hang out on the evening have a fire dinners dinners prepared uh, by that's the what i want to talk about dinner the no about all the meals because yeah. there's more than one <laughs> And he says someone's whispering about coffee. So I'm assuming that your guide is also a chef. Yes. Okay. These are multi-talented people. Mm -hmm. 
And remember, this might be the same person that in the winter might be a ski instructor at a different location. Yeah. How okay. Cool. Wow. So the the second one that that we went on, you know, our kids were a little a little older, had what was called a river gesture, a river gesture. Okay. So this is a younger college lady. They she goes ahead with another one of the guides in an oar boat ahead of you. They claim the beachhead, set everything up as mm. far as their kitchen, quote kitchen. And then when you're pulling up to the beachhead, she is there saying to your children, you're not going to believe the games I have set up for you over here, away from your parents. <laughs> Run! Yes. Run. Love it. Are, are you yeah. with me? Yeah. yeah. And so oh, man. With, with a really fine company, just to kind of conclude, it's one of the best family vacations that can be had it's athletic, it's adventurous, adventurous, it's immersive, and it and it's just and it's not that expensive. Yeah, you can think about it. You're not staying in a hotel or I going mean, to restaurants you, you every night. <laughs> it's all kind of a prepaid, all inclusive kind of deal. That's right. Well, great. Yeah. Well, great. Well, we're going to take our first break. Maybe continue this and come up uh, with a few new uh, vacation ideas for you when we come right back. Welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I am your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner, and we're talking travel. We're talking vacations. We're talking uh, mental health and, and ways to get out, explore the world, and kind of uh, get a, get an understanding of what's around us. Because, again, like we said at the beginning, and we've done other shows on, um, traveling the world, seeing the world is just great for your mental health. And, you know, we don't uh, in our world today, you don't get to travel often or we're not as fortunate enough to and, and a lot of folks that we know they work hard and, and you know when you pick a vacation a family vacation you want it to be memorable you want it to be special and um, we just got t done talking about some fun ra rafting trips out west that actually I didn't know a whole whole lot about but thanks for sharing that Kurt and and next we will kind of wanted to give give you all an idea so personally I have a young family I have a three-year-old I have a one-year-old and anytime we are just trying to go anywhere it is a full you know preparation <laughs> you know check get up at six we got the milk okay you got the snacks okay we got the stroller you got the the car seats and I mean we we have to take a whole you know car to couple of car loads and the and throw the stuff on top of the roof of the car wherever we go at that age troy i mean isn't it just simpler to stay at home yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a pool yes. Troy. yes i've seen them at the gym yes. get them up there the it's pool, a great place for the them. gym that is yeah. our yeah that is it so when when we go pick up and go somewhere it's a it's a full weeks ahead preparation so the idea of getting up and and getting out and exploring or hiking is not on the on the menu for us mm -hmm. you know so um one of the things we talked about was that would be a good option was cruising. Yeah, so Troy, I'm I'm a little older than you and <laughs> our our kids are about four and a half years apart. So we were in your world yeah. to where it just was not worth it to go anywhere for probably seven years. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Because mm -hmm. of the spread of the age of the children. And I had um men at my church that said, Kurt, you know, the easiest thing to do with the young kids is go on a cruise. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know anything at this point. I'm like, okay, tell me about that. Well, here's why. No driving, no cooking, no cleaning, no checking in and out. Yeah. No figuring out what we're going to do for entertainment. And, 
you know, I'm just kind of thinking about the scenario that you described. Let's say you and and your beautiful wife and kids are going to go to cabin in North Carolina. Right. That's not a vacation for your wife. I mean, it might be for yeah, you, but that's, think that's, of everything she has to do. Yeah. So, the, and I've, I've, I've got you on this one. So when uh, we come back and someone would ask us, you know, oh, how, how'd your vacation go? And we're like, we had a great trip. We had a trip. It was not a vacation. We had a good trip because, yeah. uh, you know, we still had to cook, clean, pick up, do all the things. And so we just moved our, our, all of our jobs from here to the vacation spot and back. But that is the, the best thing to do for a young family, and it's, and it's not particularly you know, expensive either sure. for, for those reasons I mentioned. But as we move through those seasons of life, we can add to that you know, using cruises. We talked about this in the break. And it's not just about that Caribbean cruise where you know, you know, everybody's drinking as much rum as, as they can. And, <laughs> Senior frogs. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're seeing one more one more beach, right? Right. So uh, we had the opportunity to take a multi-generational cruise. It's called different things, but the Baltic Capitals or, or the Baltic Sea or Scandinavian cruise. And so, um, you know, you hit all of those Baltic Capitals over there, you know, Hel- Helsinki and Copenhagen and Oslo and Tallinn, Estonia, and uh, at the time, you know, some years ago, it was two nights in St. Petersburg, Russia, and I'm not even sure that's that's happening right well, now, no. you know, with, with the situation over there. But, you know, my kids were older, and uh, just think about putting your kids in a different geography, yeah. even if they don't understand everything that's going on, and you're getting breadth there and you're not getting depth i mean yeah come on you're you're running through a a, a capital in in eight hours yeah but i mean the idea of, of of you know even if your children are young and years later you know that that place comes up saint petersburg and you're like and you could say well you've been there mm-hmm. and i said how oh yeah we went on the cruise well, right? and it, it's a connection point, yeah it's a right? connection point you're right robin and it's a way to show them on the map you know when they're 10 or 12 or 15 yeah. And and it's a, a connection point for them to to be able to learn. Yeah. And I, I so I think our uh, the domestic version of that here would probably be the Alaskan cruise. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm I glad mean, you brought that up. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've heard so much about it. I've never been on it. It's on my, our, you know, family to do list. And maybe maybe this is my sign of like, well, the family's a little young. We could do something like that. Yeah, you you would want them to be old enough that they can actually enjoy yeah, it. Enjoy yeah. it. So you'd you'd want to wait for a little bit. I'm kind of trying to think about my kids were probably um, um, sixteen and eleven. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Seventeen yeah. and twelve around that range. I have a client, Georgia, who made me go on this cruise. Really. So. I've had, as you have, Troy, clients come back from the Alaskan yep. cruise, yep. and what do they say? It's the greatest thing I've ever done. I can't believe it. It was awesome. I can't wait to go back. You need to go. <laughs> I mean, how go. many clients yeah, have you had? I've, I've heard that a hundred times. And, and they're right, you know, and it's just, it's just gorgeous. Is it? Is it? I mean, just a quick run-through of the Alaskan cruise. Do you make multiple stops, or... 
Is it, uh, you know, you stop to see the iceberg? Yeah, there, you, there'd typically be about uh, four stops and, uh, okay. you know, those those places that you've, you've heard about uh, that you would go. And, of course, you would take excursions there. You can go flight seeing. You can go salmon fishing. Oh. Um, you can do, um, you know, drive up into the Yukon, which is one of the things that, that we did. Um, they're either one way or round trip. So... You know, you can fly to kind of Anchorage, mm-hmm. and it'd be kind of one way back to Seattle, or oh. Seattle to Anchorage, or they do these round trips. The round trips do not go go through Glacier Bay National Park, and Glacier Bay National Park is essentially like a massive fjord. And the only way for kind of regular people like us to spend time in Glacier Bay National Park and see it is on a cruise hmm. because it is a inhospitable land wow it's not flat i mean you're going through yeah you know through a a bay there and so they they go all the way to the end troy and they turn the boat sideways okay for about 45 minutes and you watch the glacier calve i think it's c-a-l-v maybe okay. there's a, i'm not really good sure. with the alphabet there's an issue there okay <laughs> numbers, yeah. numbers numbers are, are good, good. Okay. numbers okay. are good <laughs> And, and then they, they do a 360, and then so the other side of the boat can ah. just – you sit at, sit there on your balcony, and you watch, and you watch, you know, this calving wow. take place. Cool. And, of course, there's the whole land portion yep. of the Alaskan cruise, which is, um, you know, taking that train where they have all the windows. You go to Denali mm-hmm. uh, and, and Denali. that whole thing. Yeah. Have, have somebody that, that just came back um, from, from that trip. Great. Great, great, cool. Um, so, so essentially, we've got cruises. We talked about river, um, the river rafting, and, th- and something like that. So, along the same lines of if you have a young family, but obviously older kids, something you brought up before that I had no no clue about. And we're just going to touch on this. Maybe we'll give a little teaser, and then we're going to catch back up everybody back up after the break. But we talked about uh, going to a dude ranch. Yeah, like, these dude like, ranches out out west are really great. I am very curious of, you know, I think obviously horses and cows and, and things, but what, yeah. I do, I've never pictured a, a vacation on a ranch, so I, I look forward to you uh, enlightening us a little bit and sharing some ideas uh, to learn about that. We're going to go ahead and take our second break here, and, um, and we'll be back talking a little bit more about the dude ranches and more for fun travel. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen & Company. Uh, we're talking travel. We're talking fun. We're talking family ideas and, and getting out and seeing the world and, and exploring and teaching kids or sharing time with family. Um, and, and we got into this uh, kind of into this idea of going to a dude ranch. Uh, you know, I've seen... I think back in my day was Hey Dude on Nickelodeon, which it was like guys on a ranch and stuff. I mean, that's all I think about is, you know, horses. I've been to a couple of camps, you know, growing up and, and thinking about sending my kids to camps. But um, you you guys go, you you find a pl- place on on a ranch and you start bailing hay, Kurt? Or what do you do? <laughs> I mean, do you? Do you, you can. I think you have to buy special boots to go on yeah, that trip, you, right? Yeah, you can work if you want. But no, that's not what it's all about. Hey. Remember when we were talking about cruising, and I kind of said it's a kind of one-stop shopping, right? Yep. No, no driving, no cooking, no cleaning, no figuring out. That's what a dude ranch is. Okay. You show up there for a week, 
And it's an actual vacation. Okay. It's an actual <laughs> vacation. You're not driving. You're not doing all this other stuff. Let's talk about some of the many things that you can do to do ranch. Of course, you're going to ride horses. Yeah. All right. You can do that kind of as much or as little as you as you want. Fishing. How would you like to go fly fishing and there's no one else around? Fair enough. Imagine you're at one somewhere around Wyoming and they say, well, it's only 90 minutes to the entrance to Yellowstone. And why don't we, you know, it's going to be a long day. But why don't we run you through and let's see Old Faithful and let's see this and that and hmm. and, and the other. Um, well, I'm sure that there is uh, skeet shooting, shot, shotgun yep. shooting, if someone is up for that. Yep. Um, hiking and just anything else that you can do, you know, out in the West. One of the things they'll do is they'll take you on like a souped up Jeep or a souped up yeah. truck and go for a ride out, you know, yeah. where, where you kind of. Freewheeling. Free Otherwise? Freewheeling, huh, Robin? Freewheeling. Is that what you call it? Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and, Maybe that's not um, what it's yeah. called. There's, there's opportunities just to, like, if, if someone's not real mobile, they'll drive you out to a field of mountain flowers, and you can just take a little stroll through there. Neat. They'll drop you off in a comfortable chair. You could spend the afternoon reading your book with no one else around. <laughs> I think that's what's so attractive. I think this might be his favorite Kurt's, vacation we've heard Kurt's, so far. Kurt's booked, no, yeah. booked a dude ranch in the next two weeks. He's like, by myself, right. no one else around. Right. Love right. it. And, cool. And, um, again, the food is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, you're going to get you're gonna get beef if you, yeah. if you eat that. You're going to get fresh salmon, uh, family-style cooking um at night you're gonna get a bonfire you're gonna get stories and you're gonna get music so think about this as a multi-generational type so let's say mom is 74 and troy's done such an amazing job as he always does managing her money 16 people three generations she's writing the check for yeah Right. And it's an amazing memory of her because she made those bonds with all of those people that, that she loves. There it is. Yeah. That's where that's where. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I wasn't picking up on that till you said that. Yeah. That, that's such a special thing to share with family and spend time. Big time. Wow. Cool. Yep. yep. What a what a cool deal. Well, let's let's flip flip it up. Flip the script a little bit. Let's. <laughs> so we got no one else around. You know, uh, family time. Now we're going to take it uh, a little bit more extreme. We've talked about river rafting. The other term that um, we're all going to learn today, and, um, and if you're listening, I'm, I will I will bet that you probably haven't heard this term. If you have, kudos to you, uh, via ferrata. And uh, Kurt has come many times back to the office, and he'll go, hey, guess what I just did? <laughs> and I'm like, what, Kurt? What did you do this time, right? Where would you go? And he'll say, I climbed this mountain with the, with, there was hail and there was this, and there was hanging off the side of a cliff and there was the, the storm and the whole thing. And it, and the thing is, is he's not, you know, making anything up. It's true. I just, you know, it sounds very unbelievable in a sense. And, um, that it's, it's a via ferrata and it's essentially, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kurt, but it's a, the safest way of climbing a mountain, uh, you know, with a harness, but yet it's a, it's a pre- kind of made route with a long cable along the side and you're kind of latched to or not latched to it but 
like yeah, uh, that's it. Climbing cable. Yeah, it is a way for call it just a semi-athletic person to have a climbing experience, not hiking. Climbing. Climbing. Yeah. So there will be a point when you'll be scaling granite and looking a thousand feet down wow. you know in in this experience so how did this come about right yeah. i mean what, and and what is a via ferrata so in world war one in the italian alps they had to move um men and equipment you know over and and through the the alps and in, in the fighting that they were doing and they just kind of invented this system so they kind of take rebar and put it into granite mm-hmm so you can step on it and hold on it if if there's not already a natural rock formation there and you have a hiking harness and you're strapped in it's completely safe troy don't don't worry (laughs) um so you know this is a way to really blow your hair back on a vacation and i've found that this type of thing is so intense when i'm doing this i'm not able to worry about a certain family that might be spending too much money. I can't worry maybe about another couple that I know might be getting a divorce and it's going to destroy them financially. Got it. It's so, uh, yeah, you have to concentrate so much. It's the only thing that you can think about. And it's, man, it's crazy, Troy. So so share the the one I was, I was, it sounded like I was being sarcastic, but I, that is the story about the most recent Via Ferrata that you think you've done. You were sharing with me about the the storm and the and the the it's the highest wind, right? Well, that that was different. Okay. Um, we climbed up Mount Washington yep. in New Hampshire. This is not a Via Ferrata, but, oh. but you know it it has the most extreme winds in the United States. And, you know, last couple hours we were in a blizzard. But yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> – <laughs> no, no, last couple hours. Who cares? Who cares? It, it, move on. Move on. You no, know what? That's domestic. Yeah. No, we don't want no. to talk about the domestic but, stuff. But, um, you know, we recently uh, – Kim and I did uh, a Via Ferrata at Mount Ogden in Ogden, Utah. Okay. And um, you have – Waterfall Canyon, Mount Ogden. It's here on my list. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Water, Waterfall Canyon. Matter of fact, I took a great picture, you know – during that of some of the via ferrata equipment and the the waterfall in the background and we have that hanging in our in our bedroom but anyway we have a guide of course for this and we did course number one which was pretty challenging and uh this man who we found out owns the mountain (laughs) Um. okay (laughs) this is a good person to be with he he um helped us go to some other places we went to the great salt lake and and antelope island and and all this stuff and the night before last day he said kim i i'm so impressed with how you're able to do it and it's going to be a little bit of challenge for you but you can do course number two and we did that the next day and i will tell you troy that there was three to four times during that climb when I stuck my nose in the granite and I had to have a little talk with myself <laughs> and the talk was like this, block everything else out. Yeah. You have no other choice. That's right. Get it done. Yeah. And, um, wow. Great, great, great memories. And you know, I won't be able to do this sure. you know, forever. So 
you know, since then, you know, we've we've done the one at Telluride, which is more of a beginner's course. But the the next thing we want to do in in a couple of years is go to the Italian Dolomites, which is where this yeah. originally started, you know, took place via Ferrata stands for the the Iron Road or the Iron Way, and you know do do that whole thing. And again, it's not an expensive vacation to do. Sure. Huh. Huh. Uh, I've got a I've got a short list here of just uh, there, you, domestically you can do this. I mean I've got eleven locations on this list, but we've got you know you've got California uh, Mammoth Mountain, you've got Colorado Royal Gorge, you got Southern Utah, you've got uh, New Mexico Taos Taos so you, yeah yeah mm-hmm. you've got Jackson Hole obviously Jackson Wyoming, uh, Waterfall Canyon Mount Ogden which you just said, Torrent Falls in Kentucky, um, you've got Telluride. You've got Tahoe, Via Ferrata. So is that Lake Tahoe, I assume? No. Ski, uh, Squaw Valley Ski Resort in California. Nelson Rocks, West Virginia. Kent Mountain, uh, Colorado. And Above Zion. Yeah, and uh, the same gentleman owns Above Zion. He he owns the land outside of Zion National Park. And uh, we haven't done this one yet, but we talked to him about it in detail. And so when you're on this Via Ferrata, you're looking into Zion National Park and you're looking at Angel's Landing, which, Troy, you and I have talked yeah. about, which is just an iconic mm-hmm. hike that, you know, is a bucket list, you know, kind of hike. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Great information. Lots of fun. You're listening to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. We will be right back. Welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen & Company. And we're talking travel. We're talking vacations. We're talking fun, uh, things as simple as family cruises and staying together and uh, all the way to hanging off the, yourself off the side of a cliff by a cable and so and everything in between. And, and we've had some great conversation. I've learned a ton. I need to go have a geography lesson after this episode just so I can understand where these places are and what we've been talking about. And I was just going to jump in. Uh, we, we, we talked about kind of some of the, the high risk and um, spiritual experiences uh, that you can have when you're when you're climbing a mountain and when you're doing things. I had an awesome experience. It was actually my wife and I went to Belize for our honeymoon and they had this um, basically this day that you could go and explore this cave. And I, well, okay, well, you know, sounds okay. We got nothing else to do. We're on our honeymoon in Belize. Let's go do it. And so this was Christmas Day 2014, and, you know, our, our families are back home, we're away, and we, uh, they, they took us basically on this bumpy, bumpy, long ride, we get out, and then we're in, on the edge of this jungle, and then they take us an hour, walk through the jungle, we walk through two or three lakes, and then they bring us to this kind of side of a, a wall, which I guess is kind of a, not really a mountain, but the side of a wall, and there's a lake, and it's a small lake, and they say, okay, everybody, get in the lake. And so you swim in this lake and up to this wall, and there's a crack that's only about th- three feet wide, and it kind of cracks open. And so you you go in, swim through the lake, swim through the crack, and from that point, they take us an hour back into this cave. Everybody's only has headlamps on. Oh my! Um, and you're swimming part of it, and you're and you're climbing another part of it. Wait, 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 wait. What is the appropriate attire for that It's It's adventure? clothes that you can swim in and get wet. You wear shoes the whole time. So you wear sneakers and you swim in your sneakers. And, and you, you, you basically, there's, there's all kinds of Indian pottery ruins. There's skeletons. 
It's it's called ATM Cave in Belize, and and I have pictures. I'll show you. It's amazing. But they take us an hour back, and forgive me, I'm getting this wrong, but it's called like the Princess Cave or something Princess because at the end of the cave, you climb this ladder, and there's there's a skeleton of this princess that she was yeah in the back. But it was her shrine. Her yeah, I think so. But there and there's all kinds of spots with um with pottery and where they had fires and. Uh, caverns and um, stalactites. There's a there's a term for you. Okay. And stalactites and what's the other one that they were glowing. I think yeah, they were glowing stalactites and then the the ones that come up from the ground. There's ones that hang and come from the ground. Um, but anyway, it was incredible. There was a parts where you have to like water's flowing down and you slide kind of through the rock. Like it was incredible. But uh, ATM cave Belize and there's not many places to do stuff like that here in the states that I know of. But it's how I, many, I don't know how if many it's people are on this tour with you. So I'd say there was 15 of us so and probably three kind of, guides. Kind of small. And group. and you know I've something funny that from one of the other shows that that we do when I heard one of the other hosts is describing one of his family trips. Uh, we signed no any right. We signed no <laughs> documentation. We just let them walk our family into this cave, an hour deep. And an hour back out with no insurance, no coverage, no no you know no documentation, uh, at, at your own risk. And uh, but man, what a memory! It was cool. But the idea of exploring, the idea of getting out, and you know that was something I'll never forget. But what a fun, fun, fun vacation! So going from there, I know we had talked about you know things you can do to explore. We talked about hiking, but I think one of the big things that you know we are uh, we kind of didn't address yet was skiing. You know, having a family trip, spending family time together, and I wanted to kind of bring that up because I know, yeah. you know, skiing, Troy and Robin is is one of the best multi generational family vacations that you can take. There there's some negatives associated with that. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Not everyone skis, and not everyone in every family skis. Yeah. And you know, there's the risk of injury. Yeah. You know, which I can talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> but what a great thing to do. You know, it's athletic and, yep. and you know, you kind of do it for half of the day and you get to go somewhere else and 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 all that. So it's it is one of the best things I've, you can do. I've been on a few ski trips myself. I do and you're you're right. It the one ski trip that my parents saved and saved and saved and took me and my brother on. I was fourteen, he was eighteen. I will never forget. We went to Lake Tahoe. I love it. It was the we it was kind of a, the ski in, ski out, right? Where you're like close enough to where you can just get head down to the slopes. Um but it's one of my best memories. I mean and, and so I, I would agree with you that that as a family, you know, those those things are so important and um spending the time together and having those types of experiences. But um, a lot of people, yeah, don't get the opportunity, especially being in Florida, right? I mean, right. let alone sea snow in general. Um, that's something that, that would be be fun. So, yeah, I hope you guys have gotten a lot out of the show today. We tried to come up with some great ideas from, from you know, going down rivers and to climbing mountains to um, – Riding horses, simple as that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of great takeaways from this particular podcast, and um, one of them is the emphasis on multi-generational travel. Sure. And the ability to plan for it, save for it, but the benefits that go into perpetuity. You know, I nothing can replace that memory ever. I think that was one of the really cool takeaways. And I think... Being reminded that if you do have a younger family, 
that there are opportunities out there and the and the difference between a trip and a vacation, right? Kurt, you brought it up. Troy, you brought it up, which is exciting as a woman to hear the men are bringing that up and saying it should be a vacation for yeah. everybody. Sure. So um, I think that's a really cool thing to hear. Uh, yeah. You know, some of us grew up in a different time. And, sure. And it wasn't always that way, but it certainly is a thing to look forward to. Yeah, whether it's you and a spouse, whether it's you and your kids or you and your parents, you know, trips like this are very memorable. They strengthen you as a family. But just not not only that, but again, the whole idea of of taking care of yourself, right, taking care of your mental health and giving yourself the ability to, um, you know, relax and enjoy and and really focus on your family because coming out of that I would imagine that that you know and Kurt you could probably comment on this having kids that just get back from a trip right Mm -hmm. and and you you know you did the river rafting thing for you know for four days Mm -hmm. I mean they probably either want to know a when we're going on the next one or or what's our next adventure right right you know when when you're able to nail it and get it you know done successfully the next time you know you you pitch something they're like well that that sounds fun too <laughs> you know and i've mentioned this to both of you you know off the air before but i didn't want my kids to grow up and be afraid yeah and and i i just kind of thought you know if you're um if you're in college and your friend says you know hey my parents are out at you know so and so and they're doing this and that you can be like, oh, yeah, I've done that before. That sounds great. Instead of, I don't know if I can do yeah. that or, yeah. or whatever. And, you know, we need access to the great outdoors for everyone. There's a wonderful push for that. Y'all know I read a lot about the national parks and that um, I listen to podcast Geek Alert <laughs> about <laughs> about that and, and whatnot. And so there needs to be People need to be fit enough and people need to be confident enough to get out into the great outdoors, even if it's for a half a day. But to spend time in a national park, you know, it. Um, we need everyone to be able to do that. Different socioeconomic types, different races of people. Sure. There, there's no reason for people to be afraid of doing that. And I, I think if we'll bring up our kids where they're they've had some of these experiences and then and they can do that in the future and they might find the one thing that they really like doing and and maybe do that a lot and have a great time and that that would be their thing yeah i love i love you talking about this my mom is in minnesota and she's 84 years old and my dad passed two years ago and she said to me just like a couple weeks ago okay you either are coming to see me in Montana or you're coming to see me in Arizona. She said, if you come to see me in Arizona, we're going to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> 84 years old. Right. She's taking me to the Grand Canyon. Love it. So we'll be probably doing that, I think, in October or November. So How I'm cool. excited because I know we're talking about a national park segment, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's our next. Uh, if, for all you listeners, we're going to do another show. Um, Kurt is, as he said, uh, an, uh, a subject matter expert on all of our national parks, and we are very curious to uh, get a get a virtual tour of, of some of those and things we can do and things we can see. 
And so I'm, I'm excited about that one. Well, maybe just a little teaser as, sure. as we're, you know, landing the plane. You know, we have national parks all over the United States, and we can do that kind of at any time of the year, you know, based upon the weather in in that location. Oh, yeah. And so you don't want to go to Death Valley National Park in August. No, <laughs> that's just a PSA uh, in general. Yeah, we've we've literally had had some deaths uh, at some of those wow. locations recently because of the extreme heat. But what a great way to to get out and enjoy nature, go to a different place, see something totally different. I mean, have you seen a Joshua tree? No, uh, no. no. You have to see a Joshua tree in your life. Okay. So there, there's lots of lots of great things like that that we can talk about next time. Thank you for having me on. Thanks this for, was so fun. That was fun. As you can see, kind of kind of my <laughs> my favorite topic. Yeah. But Troy, I I appreciate you and I I admire you. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you for Thank having you, Kurt. me. On. Same here. Same here. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for joining us today. Talking fun. Talking vacations. We will catch you on the next one. Have a great week. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult with an appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guests appearing on the show and their respective companies are not affiliated with LPL Financial and Allen & Company. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC.